Hey everybody, welcome to TIW Podcast. I'm Eric, and with me today is Maggie, and we are going to be talking about books. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so, Maggie has read the new uh, Hunger Games book, The Ballad of Songbirds and Snakes, mm-hmm. and I uh, am going to be talking a little bit about Hill House Comics, which is a series of horror comics published by um, DC. I, just for clarification for everyone, I know absolutely nothing about superheroes. Luckily, these particular comics have nothing to do with superheroes. But they're still in the DC universe, right? Uh, they are they're published by DC, but they are their own thing. So it's ah, like okay. uh, it's like um, it's like I don't know what to compare it to. That's it's fine. Just I their, approve it's just them. their own thing. They're they like you don't get cameos from any superheroes or anything like that. Okay, I like that. Yeah. So uh, you are a big reader. Mm-hmm. You. I am. I always read before this year I was trying to read 80 books because I didn't have enough confidence in myself to set my goal at a hundred but I am currently six ahead of my goal right now according to Goodreads so who knows maybe I'll get to 90 um, this goal was set before quarantine even but I've done a lot of reading in quarantine and my coworkers are big into books as well, so they made me get on Goodreads, and we have a book Slack channel where we all talk about what we're reading, and they read a ton of like old-school sci-fi, and I'm not oh. 100% into that, but someday some book will come across the book's channel that seems interesting, I bet, and you I will read that. try Starship Troopers. Starship Troopers. That sounds super sci-fi. It it is. It's um well there's a movie. The movie is amazing, but the movie okay. is very different from the book. Okay. But they're both great. Not so and doesn't I'm not so into that, I think. Just based but. off the name. I do really like books set in space, mm-hmm. but I don't love like traditional science fiction so much. Right. I uh, love space books. I can't remember specifics about the book. Um, I don't even know if I re- remember reading the book, but it is about the military and stuff, but it's like commentary. Yeah. It's like anti-military. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. It's for, uh, Anyway, we're getting sidetracked. Um, you're on Goodreads. I am on I'm, Goodreads. I'm on, you should see if it recommends me. I never log on to it, but it's tied oh. to my Facebook, so it might like. Oh, I can try and figure out how to search for you. I have like two Goodreads friends. They only made me get on it so that they can track my reading challenge, I think. Oh, I think I they see. just want to see if I can do it, which I can. Yeah. But it's it's pretty fun. We also have like a business book club, so sometimes books pop up on there that are uh, like leadership themed, but we sometimes on Fridays get together and have like business Zoom book club at work, which I actually really like. So That's it's cool. like a plethora of things over there. Read a lot of fiction. Nice. But that's um, yeah, I well, I just pulled up my Kindle app for the first time in a long time, oh, and mm-hmm. it prompted me. It was like, "What is your book goal?" Yeah, and yeah, so, yeah. I want you to set a goal. Yeah, so I did not set one because I was just trying to download a sample of the book that you read, mm-hmm. um, and then I, I only read the first page. 
Uh, but before we get into that, um, uh, I read comic books mainly. Yes. I read very few actual books because they are a lot of words and <laughs> I prefer, uh, I, well, I don't have very good attention span. So if it's something that I can't get done and well, most comic books I can read in just like 10 minutes or mm-hmm. less. Um, and then general, I, I don't like doing very many things that take more than an hour. So that's why I don't get to reading a whole lot of books, but I didn't prepare. I, I'll probably think of some, some books that I have read recently that, uh, or not recently as necessarily the last book that I finished reading was micro by Michael Crichton. Oh, I like Michael Crichton. Um, have you read micro yet? I have not. I think that I've only read flight plan flight something. Let me, let me look it up. Flight plan looks pretty. It sounds pretty close. I haven't read that one. The only ones that I've read, I read Congo like in sixth grade and it was right before we read it right before the movie came out. Mm. Um, and we were way into it. Like there was like four or five of us who read it for our class. And then we made, we like recreated the movie, like in the, in like a green belt next near one of our houses. And so like, I have one of us with the gorilla and it was a whole thing. So, mm-hmm. um, I was totally wrong. It's called airframe airframe. That's kind I of like close. It very much. That's yeah. close enough. Yeah. I mean, it was a long time ago that I read it. But I liked it. I got gotcha. you. I've never read like Jurassic Park or anything. I think I started reading the first Jurassic Park, but I, it was there. All of his books are very long. Yes. Um, and they have a lot of detail, like technical detail in them. He did okay. a lot of really good research for all of his books, from what I understand. I didn't yeah, like fact check or anything, but um, oh, that's how I felt about Airframe. Yeah, it, I just like remember feeling very into the story. I'm looking now, and my coworker, who is on Goodreads most, rated it two stars. So maybe uh-huh. I'm wrong, but I liked it. Yeah, I really liked Micro. It was like uh, it was like Jurassic Park meets Honey, I Shrunk the Kids, mm-hmm. and it was really cool. Uh, but it took me forever to read. I started reading it on tour, and I was driving. So uh, I was mm-hmm. driving that year. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I only I didn't read it very often. I would read like ten pages at a time here and there because I can't read that while I'm driving. Well, yeah, um, I would hope not. Or I can't I can't read anything while I'm driving. I can listen to the stuff. Marimbas need to be safe. Yep. Well, my my truck didn't have marimbas on it, but okay, well. the speakers needed to be safe and the drums. Yeah, out. way more important. Um. Uh. So yeah, I read a lot of it, but then when the summer ended, I uh I was driving for Uber and Lyft at for a while there. And so mm-hmm. I had that book, that was my book that I would read when I'm just like waiting to get rides and stuff. Mhm. And um There's a crazy dog outside. I don't know if you can hear him. Yeah, I can hear him a little bit. That's, That's crazy. That's all right though. It's okay. going wild. 
Um, it took me so long to read it. I don't even remember how it took me well over a year to finish oh, reading wow. it because I would only read it when I was in my car and only when I was like, um, waiting for rides. But yeah. I also had like my Kindle fire with like movies downloaded on it and stuff too. Mm, so I'd rather watch movies much more, much more likely to do that. But yeah. Um, yeah, I would rec- I'd recommend micro. It was, um, finished posthumously. Um, oh. so it was, it, he did not finish writing it before. I, I mean, he, I think he finished writing it, but it wasn't, hadn't gone through the editing process and stuff, mm-hmm. um, before he passed away. But, um, but oh, also, it sounds super good. Yeah. It's really cool. Um, but he, uh, Westworlds, he wrote and directed the movie. Oh, um, the original movie from the seventies. Okay. And, uh, and then they, of course the HBO show is awesome. So I recommend. Yeah. I know nothing about Westworld except for they used to film a lot of it in my, like the last three years, the building that I worked. Oh yeah, that's right. That's right. Which is pretty cool. Sometimes you could peek in like the costume trailers that were outside. I do not work there anymore, but, um, they had a special feature, for one of the because um oh yeah spoilers for Westworld a little bit sure <laughs> I'll never watch it the third you should watch it it's amazing but <laughs> okay the third season um takes the first two seasons take place within the theme park so it's all like constructed they're in a theme places park? yeah the whole thing is that the rope there there's robots uh huh um so like Evan Rachel Wood. Her character is a robot. Spoiler alert. No, you know that she's a robot. <laughs> um, but m- most of the third... So the first two seasons take place inside of this the Westworld place. And it's like... It, it's kind of like... It was like a proto-Jurassic Park story. Because he, he wrote and directed the film. So the original film is all about this stuff. It's the theme park and there's robots that are called um, hosts. And then the humans are guests and the hosts, they're not supposed, they have, they're programmed to not hurt guests and all that kind of thing, except they like become aware and then they realize that they can take over or whatever. Oh, so that's basically the overall theme of the thing is what is consciousness and are these robots um sentient beings and all that kind of thing i genuinely had no idea that was what it was about and that sounds kind of interesting to me i think that i've only just seen like stuff on the internet about the western scenes and that Uh, doesn't appeal to me at all no it's okay you really yeah you really and so then i was like i don't want to watch this because i don't care about anything in the west but i love a theme park you and I love like give, questions about morality. Give one, give the first episode a try. Okay, I think I have HBO Max right now. And I think I think you'll know in the first episode if it's if you're gonna like it or not. Okay, um, I will maybe try that after I'm done watching Heart of Dixie for the second time. Oh, right. Don't right. judge me. <laughs> okay, I've been watching. <laughs> I've been watching Storage Wars. Oh right, and also um, a supermarket sweep. Oh yeah, on Netflix from like the eighties. Yeah. 
because there's a there's there's just like a season of it on uh-huh. on there. Like I'll just put that on while I'm doing other stuff. It's so dumb, but like, we have totally totally devolved from anything that we were going to talk about. But I have to tell you something about Supermarket Sweep. Okay. Um. So the high school that I went to was named after this family who made their money by by starting like a grocery chain in Arizona. Okay. And they, so like we were named after this grocery store, basically. So like down the street was the grocery store, the school was called the name. So, and they were like, I went to have classes with the kids of this family. Okay. The year before I started high school, so like I would have been in eighth grade, but the, the drum line, the indoor drum line did a winter show called supermarket sweep, like all uh-huh. about, grocery stores and this like grocery store <laughs> chain <laughs> and I think it did pretty well and it was definitely a joke for a long time but wow. um, I wonder if I could find it on the internet I'll send it to you if I can that's uh, awesome if, yes supermarket sweep WJZ 2005 I don't know what year I don't know some year like that wow yeah that's funny yeah um, yeah yeah I've just been at that yeah it, it, like watching the show it's like a lot there's some like wordplay like trivia questions but okay there's uh there's also like price is right that there's like pricing questions and there is like watching something so far in the future from it as mm-hmm. far as prices go is so there's like no frame of reference to to know how much anything costs like, if you like everything stuff. everything's really cheap right yeah because all the prices are so like one of the questions is like which of these shampoos is more than four dollars oh my gosh and they show like three shampoo brands that all three of them you've never heard of in the first place mm-hmm. and then how do you know which one as a watcher but then like they they all know like oh yeah of course it's ferazepan or whatever yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like yep you all got it you earn more time out on the supermarket floor or whatever so anyway oh my gosh. <laughs> it's such a weird show to watch but quarantine is making us all so weird yeah and mostly i just can't focus on like a real show uh, oh yeah i have watched so much married at first sight and so much 90 day fiance so no judgment from me yeah, it's a lot of uh, the new Big Brother season just started. I guess I need to give that. Oh a yeah, try. that doesn't appeal to me, but I'm sure it would if I started. But I shouldn't start. Yeah, there's too many. Ma- Big Brother has too many episodes. Survivor is great because it's only like 14 episodes at most. Right. Whereas Big Brother has approximately 70 hours of episodes each week, or something like that. It's kind of like um, it's even worse than. Well, it's not as bad here as the the original, or not the original, but the the UK version. The UK version has a daily show, so you have at least an hour mm. every day, and then like the UK. The UK is into that though, because isn't Love Island UK daily? Uh, yes, it's based. It, it's daily here too, though. Oh, uh, okay. Love Island was because it's only for four weeks, I think. So they it they can do it daily. Mm-hmm. But um, Big Brother here is only only like four times a week instead of every day. But mm-hmm. then they also have the life. It's 
it's ridiculous but anyway uh well let's talk about this book i didn't even i don't think i said i said the name of the book at the beginning yeah so some context here i'm way behind like months behind reading this book from like the popular time to be reading this book which was may oh right when it came out yeah but if you look at my twitter and you will see that i like don't I, I still just, like, share my thoughts, even if I know it's way out of, like, style, I guess, or, fat, like, we're, we're behind here. But this is what I'm up to, because the library, you only get books so fast at the library, mm. and I only get my books at the library because I don't want to pay for books, which I guess also I want to support the library, and you also right. want to support the library as well. Yes. So the library is great. I get the Kindle app on, or use the Libby app on Kindle. Yeah. And I got this book, and it was number fifty-one of my book journey to eighty books this year, which might be a hundred books depending on how fast I can read. Mm-hmm. Um, and we were just talking about it one day, and I don't know anybody else who's read it, and I have so many thoughts, and so we're gonna chat about it. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Um. So I have not. I haven't read this book. I have not read the other Hunger Games books. Did you see the movies? I have seen all the movies. Okay. That's all you need to know, I think. And yeah, I think that's all. That's really all I bring to the table as far as the Hunger Games universe. So this is a prequel, right? Or is it a sidequel? No, it's a prequel. So some disclaimers. Okay. I I know before you get into it, uh, what I was thinking of is the new Twilight book that's coming out. Oh, and that yeah. is a sidequel. It's from Edward's perspective or something. It is. And mm-hmm. I am ashamed that I even know remember his name. But I'm ashamed that you know that also because I don't <laughs> think that I told you. And I'm not going to read it. But um, I don't know where I think... So I don't I don't even no you no 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 you sent me that video of the try guys. Oh yeah because that Twilight, video was hilarious. <laughs> and they talked about it in there and so I was oh, okay. reminded a lot of no I don't think they talked about the new book but that reminded me that the new book is coming or something. And that character is named as Edward which you would learn from that video. The try guys recreate scenes from Twilight is really funny and I would recommend. Well, I think tying this to comic books real quick is okay, that go for it. um what's his name? Um, who plays Edward Robert Pattinson? Yes, he is. He was a bat. He was a, not a bat. He was a, a vampire, which is usually associated with bats. I don't think they turned into bats in Twilight. No, but, they just like sparkled and yeah. glowed in the sunlight. But he is playing Batman in the next Batman movie. He so is. he is two Batman. He's playing. Uh, he's reprising his role as a Batman. But yeah, that that's clever. So anyway, uh, okay, I'll. Uh, back to the Ballad of Songbirds and, St- and Snakes. Okay, yeah. So, I don't think that I th- that I think that this book was good. Like, or any of these Hunger Games books were good. I liked yeah. them when they came out. I was, like, a lot younger. I thought they were fun. It was, like, when dystopian fiction was becoming quite popular. And I was very into it. And I'm still, like, pretty into it. But then this book was coming out, and then everyone learned that it was a prequel about uh, evil President Snow, like as a mm. teenager, basically. So okay. just for like, your own context, like, you know, the guy played by the Sutherland guy. 
Yeah, Donald Sutherland. Donald Sutherland. Sutherland. He's President Snow. So he's like evil AF, like in the future. Right. He's the worst. And But is he he's like he's not evil yet in this? Well, he isn't great. Okay. But it's like his origin story is like this. So I think that the Is there the Hunger Games are like when the the actual book happens. It's like in the seventies, like seventy fourth or seventy fifth or something. Hunger right. Games, and this is like the story of the tenth Hunger Games. Oh wait, which was also he, means is he he's in it? So old, right? That would mean he's at least he's a because he, he's a teenager. So he'd yeah, be like he would like be like eighty, right? Yeah, so he's like eighty five when he dies, or. Spoiler alert, I guess, but he's old. Yeah. Like, I guess that's not even a spoiler because he's so old. Like, yeah. He was bound to die. So, yeah, in the movies, he's like really old. Um, he's right. like a senior in whatever their high school is in the Hunger Games universe. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he is basically like the story without any spoilers is. There's this school, and it's like the premier academy, and a certain number of students. Well, okay, no, let me backtrack a little bit. So the Hunger Games, not oh, wait, doing so wait, hot. Okay, People wait. don't like to watch them. Oh, we're going back. Okay, sorry. Okay, sorry wait. Sorry. So you're telling that this, so this store, this book takes place in a in a high school. Kind of. Okay, I was just kind of wondering, like they, it, what you're describing so far. Sounds to me like they're like, okay, let's do a Hunger Games, except let's throw some Harry Potter school aspect into it kind of thing. A little bit. Okay. Continue. Yeah. So Sorry. like basically they're in the capital, um, and it's like a few years after the war mm-hmm. that they keep referencing in like the normal Hunger Games where the districts rebelled against the capital, and now they do the Hunger Games because they need to like remind the districts that that this is what happens when you rebel. So they've been doing the Hunger Games for a couple of years now, so it's like the 10th year, and people are not interested in watching because uh-huh. it's horrible, right? Like, yeah. it's just, like, not... It's just not nice, and no one wants to watch it, and no, no one in the district has TVs to watch it. It's, like, not doing what they want it to do. Right. So they need to figure out a way to get better ratings. Okay. So they... Oh, and then back then, like they didn't have all the fancy like arena tricks. They just kind of like threw them with like weapons early into survivor. like a stadium. Yeah. Like super primitive survivor, Australian no outback, community idols. no yes, pre Guatemala. Yep. <laughs> um, so they take these kids from this high school. They're like these elite, they're all like children of the elite families of the capital mm-hmm. and they decide they're going to be mentors. So like in the future hunger games, the former victors are the mentors to the new tributes. Right. I think those are all the right words, but in the past they had just thrown these tributes in with no help. Right. And now like they're going to have Rob and uh... yes. Yes. So now they're going to have a Boston Rob and Sandra Island of the Idols style helping these tributes and whoever wins the mentor like gets prizes basically like it's these kids they're competing for money as long as their tributes stay in the longest right so he's one of those mentors gotcha and he gets this person who he kind of like who's very popular she's very like Mm katniss-esque but in like a very nice way like not as much of a 
like gruff way, but she's just like very like she's like a singer. She's you know kind of like manic pixie dream girl esque, mm-hmm. and he finds a way to like help her, and then they kind of fall in love, which is kind of like a what is that phrase? Is it like Stockholm Syndrome? Like, who really knows? And then it kind of goes on from there. I see. That's the overarching premise. And that's why people have so many problems with it. Wait, is because so, so Snow yeah. is in going into the Hunger Games? No, he's a mentor. Oh, he's a mentor. Yeah, to this, like, manic pixie dream girl. Oh, okay. So she, she's in the Hunger, Hunger Games. Mm-hmm, was he, was he ever in it? No, no, no. Because he's like a... He's like from a powerful capital family. Oh, okay. So it's the the elite people. Yeah. They yeah. are the mentors. Yes. Because they don't they haven't had enough people who have wanted to be the mentors yet, really. Well, they hadn't even thought of any of these ideas. Right. This is just their first time doing that. Yeah, they're like, well, maybe this will get us better ratings. And that's so kind they, of where so, they came up with so, a lot of this new Hunger Games things. Like these kids were like, Well, what if we bet on them and like send them prizes in the arena like they do in the future when like right. Katniss needs the medicine for PETA, you know, things like that. Yeah, that makes sense. So the yeah. problem, so back to the problem that everybody had with it or many, oh, yeah. many people had with it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, first of all, no one really cared about hearing snow's origin story because right. we all know how he ends up. And like, you don't even really care. Like you don't care about him in the books later. You just know that he's evil and like, who cares? Right. Yeah. Second, the whole love story thing between him and her name's Lucy Gray, his like, this is not really a spoiler because it happened so early and like his mentee, his like Victor. Yeah. It's like he was evil. They kind of fell in love, but like, did they really fall in love? Was it Stockholm syndrome? Like, is it love when you're reliant on this person to try and save your life? Right. Like that's kind of a weird power dynamic. Yeah. And uh but I like just could not stop thinking about it. <laughs> like so, this book, like I don't think it was very good and it was over 500 pages long and like oh all I did for those like 4 days that I was reading it was think about this story. Yeah. So I was what I was going to ask about the Hunger Games books in general. Do you like yes. like oh so just fr- from first glance on the first page like it was like all so many of the things that I don't like about a lot of books. Okay. Like this, like just like the way the just the way that it's written and stuff like that. I it was yeah. like, oh yeah, I'm, I don't think I would enjoy reading more of this. So that kind of thing. Um, mm-hmm. Not to be like, I'm not. I don't know. I feel bad saying negative things about anything, but no, no, I think that's um, totally fair. But like. Would you say so? For example, I don't mind talking about the Dexter books. You've, you've watched Dexter, right? I have not. Oh wait, I thought you had. Okay, anyway, but I know about it. So, uh, th- no spoilers about Dexter at all. But the book, the first season and the first book were basically the same. There, okay. there are some differences, and then they kind of are completely different after that because um, the TV show went in a different direction. So, mm-hmm. but I tried reading the books and I read the first one, which, uh, I mean, I think I was only really able to do it because it was the same. So I was like reading it for the similarities and stuff, but once it was a different story and stuff, I didn't really, I didn't like how it was written 
and like I couldn't really get past that part of it. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I I think I maybe finished the second book. I can't remember, um, but I didn't keep reading after that one. Um, okay. But anyway, uh, but going from that, like the ideas in the book, and a lot of them, it seems like a lot of books now are written as like, oh, I have this really great idea, and if I get published, etc., then they can make a movie out of it, and the movie's going to end up being a lot better because it's a movie. Right. And would you say that with the Hunger Games books? it's that kind of situation where like the overall ideas of it are really cool and that, and that you enjoy the overall story, but it's like the details and like the, uh, and that kind of thing that aren't very good. Yeah. I think that's a really good way of describing it that I hadn't really thought of before because I definitely like, like the world. And Mm -hmm. I think it's, the Hunger Games are very compelling as like horrible as it is. Like we love a good train wreck and, Um, and I like how much time it's spent in the districts and like, we got to see a lot more of district 12 and like, that's the district that Katniss is from later. And Mm. there was definitely like a lot of good Easter eggs and stuff. But I, I do think that like knowing what they created in the world was made it probably more interesting. Mm -hmm. Like I could think I could just keep reading books set in that universe but like i don't really care about like the that it was snow particularly right like the the stuff that happens in this in this book is it is that stuff that's referenced in in the other books like do is it established that he was he did that he was the mentor or whatever in the early Hunger Games? No, I don't think so. I've done like a lot of research since then because I was wondering, like, did the author Suzanne Collins just like decide all of this? Because I was yeah. thinking, like, at the end they just totally erase all footage of the tenth Hunger Games, and for the life of me, I could not remember if that was ever referenced in the books. And uh. based on like articles I have read, I can't. Those are not the main Easter eggs that like the articles focus on they focus yeah. on like, songs and like because there's whatever jennifer lawrence sings a bunch in the movies right and like right. that kind of stuff and like the mocking jays they like hit that point home you learn a lot about the mocking jays in these books or in this particular book but like it would be so cool if it had been and maybe i'm totally wrong but nothing i could find like said this was the case, but it would have been so cool if in the main Hunger Games trilogy they had referenced like the tenth Hunger Games was the one like no one ever watched, completely erased. We know victors from all of them except for this one. Right. And then they went back and wrote a book about what happened in the tenth Hunger Games. Like that seems really compelling to me. Yeah. And I was I I I was asking that because I was wondering would it have been because I feel like it, I would have wanted to see him in the Hunger Games, like he, oh, for the, sure. like if he was in it and he won it, mm-hmm. then that could be like a big reason why he's he is he becomes what he is later. Right. Um, no, this was just like he was born into a family who cared a lot about appearances and who cared a lot about power. Mm-hmm. Then he lost a little bit of power because they lost the money. And then he just like wanted to do anything to get it back, which is like so boring because that's yeah. like every 
powerful, evil man ever. Right. And like, if it was like that mentor, they could still could have done the like the men the mentor relationship, but had it flipped, and like mm, th- that mm-hmm. would have been, I mean, still pretty iffy. But having it having the the um uh him in the reliant position mm-hmm. would have been a lot more interesting, probably. Agreed. It seems like. Agreed, and I just like. I think that the if the shockers were like, like oh people were like oh well now we know why he hates Katniss so much and oh now we know why he hates District Twelve so much like with and without spoilers like I just don't see that strong of a connection like it really mm. seemed like it was grasping. Yeah, and with that big of a time difference too, it like to have, yeah, oh, oh, yeah. I think so. without having read it myself from what mm-hmm. you've described, I, I feel like it, it could have been a lot better. Yeah. But I love the world and mm-hmm. I really liked all, a lot of the new characters. And Was there, were there any other characters that were, I mean, he's like the only one that's really very, really old. I remember from the movies. Yeah. There's an, a, one other character, which was really cool. Um, in like this, maybe the third, the third movie. Mm-hmm. Is the third movie two parts? I think the, it is. I don't remember how many movies there, there were. So. Is there four, four movies? I think there's four. But in there's like either the four or five. Part, okay, I think there's four. So in like the last one or two parts, Mockingjay part one or part two, mm-hmm. there's a character who hides them at some point who looks like a tiger. And you probably don't remember this, and it took me a little bit to put it together, mm-hmm. but that character was, like, always kind of a mystery. She, like, owned a clothing fabric shop and then kind of, like, dressed uh, Jennifer Lawrence and Lee- maybe Liam Hemsworth, like, to try and hide them in the Capitol or something. And mm. that character is actually Snow's cousin, oh. and they're really close in this prequel book. But okay. then at some point they have some kind of falling out, obviously, because she's helping the rebels in right. Mockingjay. And we have no idea why. And like, I would like a book about her. Thank you very much. Yeah, that would be cool. Yeah, super so that, cool. So that was the only that was the only other character that is exists in both because and, of the time difference, basically. Yeah. And the only other but there's like references to the families that you like younger people in the families. And then uh, okay. the 10th one is the first year that uh Stanley Tucci's family. So they never had an announcer like they did with, I think his name was like Caesar Flickerman or something. Right. Stanley Tucci's character in yeah, the Hunger yeah. Games. The 10th Hunger Games the had a, re- a relative of his as the first announcer. And then they kind of like offhandedly say at the end, like, I think we'll bring him back too. And so uh, then okay. his family must be the announcers for like years and years, which right. is like kind of also cool. Yeah. Yeah. That's interesting. Yeah. I like I like him. Yeah, I do too. There was definitely some things where I was like, oh, this is so fun. And like it's not also not a spoiler, but like it's well it is a spoiler, but the internet is just like if you look up anything about the internet, it talks about like the hanging tree song that Cadmus sings. Mm. Like you kind of get the origin story of that. And uh some of this just some of the songs in general, which like I liked. Other people were like, This book is just full of songs, like who cares? But I kinda like that, but Generally, I thought most of it was a stretch. The connections, right? Yeah, yeah. Too many like the, years. Sixty-five year difference is huge. Yeah, like so much. 
It's like okay, so we we did another episode a couple years ago about the first purge. Was it? It was the first purge, right? Is the one with um Yeah, we really liked the first purge. <laughs> we saw that movie together, right? Yeah, yeah, we did yeah, we a, we did a po- podcast right after it. Um yeah. like that was it's kind of the purge movies are kind of similar in a way. It's not a game show, but it's like this one event per year. Right. And the first couple of purge movies were like the fifth or sixth year of it. So like that time difference, it's not so huge that it's like, Oh, like 60, 65 years. Uh That would be what? 1955. Right. so it like that's like doing I don't well I don't even know it, it's it that's such a long time for something like that to be happening. Agreed. That like it's it hard is... to wrap your head around the number of changes, and I think it was hard like like the the world the time dip were like too similar, but like mm-hmm. so much would have happened. Yeah, yeah, like it it's it's like too much time to believe that something that happened just this one time plays so much into the last one. Right. Especially like even small things like not last one necessarily spoilers. I don't remember what happens in the last book, but yeah. yeah. In the last movie. Right. And like the people in district 12 go to the same bar and it's called the same thing. And I'm like 65 years later, like come on, you know, Mm -hmm. this just all seems way too convenient. Right. Although at the same time, stuff that like, I guess in a way, it's it's weird. Like, so the last hundred years of real world stuff, mm-hmm. stuff has like before the last hundred years, stuff changed very slowly. Mm-hmm. Um. So it could be like that kind of aspect. Like there, yeah. Like as far as development, like. S- cultural development sort of thing cultural and technological development they're like not on an accelerated path like the real world is currently Mm -hmm. but they are they are like really technologically advanced are they is in the time period of this book do they still have like the the technology that they have in the the movies it's it's much more limited Mm mm-hmm but it's so interesting because they do every once in a while reference the former United States. Uh. So this is theoretically like a world that happened after some kind of fall of our world. Huh? Yeah. Which, did, like, did, did I'd they, love to hear more about that. Was that only first mentioned in this book? Or? I couldn't tell. I couldn't tell you. Um, yeah. I don't know. Yeah. That's interesting. Cause yeah. I think the, the maze runner books do t- take place in a, post-apocalyptic future yeah but they go really deep into that because there's so many prequels and you oh, get right, that right, one right. prequel that tells you like as it's happening right which was awesome yeah that i i still need to see the third movie i have it in my library but i haven't watched oh, okay. it okay we should watch it i don't think i've seen it either but i've read all of the books gotcha and i yeah. uh so when the second movie come out the uh, not Scorch Trials. What was the second one? The second one was Scorch Trials. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so here in Denver, I... Um, so I'm talking to the audience now, because uh, you know you know about this, because I okay. got a book signed for you. Oh, yeah, I have them here. By the author. Or, yes. no, is did, I, did 
they signed the end of it, the the trilogy, right? A couple of them. I think I have like maybe two. Or like the first two or three that came yeah, out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um so yeah, I got I got a bunch of those signs and my sister went with me to the screening of the movie and stuff, and that was really cool. That it's is one cool. of the couple of authors that I've met in that I, I also also met the uh, author of um The Last Unicorn. The Last Unicorn. And he signed a copy of I I still haven't read the book, but um it was a, it was, I think it came out oh, in the seventies. An animated musical. Oh yeah, the Are movie. Are we looking at the same thing? Yeah, the movie is an animated film, um, but it was originally booked by like uh, Peter S. Beagle, I think. Or, no, that's hmm. not his name. That's not his name. I'm thinking of somebody else. No, I think that is his name. I don't know. Mia Farrow. It Jeff is... Bridges, Christopher Lee, Angela Lansbury. Oh, you're you're still looking at the movie. It is Heck by yeah. uh, the book is by um, Peter S. Beagle. I did remember his name. Mm. The last unicorn nightmare fuel to a generation of kids. Is I and I when I met him, it was the first time I had ever seen the movie. But I saw the movie in the theater, and it was really cool. This came out ten years before I was born. Uh, yes. That's so right. this it is why out, I've not seen the last year. It's also why I haven't seen it before because it came out three years before I was born. Oh, look at us. Yeah. We found something that predates both of us. Nice. Um, so overall, would you, you, you like the book, you like the universe. Yeah, I do like the universe. I like the universe more than I like the book. Right. Uh, I think that's the, the conclusion the, I've now come to. What you like about the book is because you like the universe. Yes, I think that is a really good way to put it. I can tell you what I rated it on Goodreads, if you mm-hmm. care. Sure. My books. Well, come on, internet. Okay. It. These are in order. I gave it four stars. Oh, is that I out of very- five? It's out of five. Oh, I'm a very generous rater. Yeah. Um, I learned that one of my coworkers likes to average out their yearly rating to a three, which I think is really harsh. But I do give that three is... stars, and I do give – I've given one two star, I think. That put uh, that seems like it's putting a lot of thought into it to have yeah. – to nor- like normalize your scores. Yeah. I'm just like, hey, do I – oh, I've given two two stars. There is uh you want you want you want a book about his was his sister, his cousin? Yeah, I want a book about Snow's his cousin. cousin. I want books about more people's hunger games. Like just mm-hmm. give me let's see what happened between eleven and seventy four. What do you think about uh the po- the well they're definitely gonna make a movie out of this book. What do you think of the possibilities of that? Um, and no, never mind. Kiefer Sutherland is way too old. To play yeah. teenage, but how awesome would it have been if a teenaged Kiefer Sutherland played his dad? As that would a be very cool. I don't know who I would think I would play. Who would play him? Definitely someone like evil, like Tom Felton. If Tom Felton was younger, hmm. like Draco Malfoy, you know. I could see them like just finding. It would be a great chance to find new 
new faces for that. I agree. And hopefully they do. Um, and in my mind, I pictured him as British, but I don't think that that is a thing. <laughs> so, right. Yeah. Um, so the character BT. BT? BT? Yeah. What that in the character? movies? Yeah. So the actor who plays him, he is uh, Jeffrey Wright. Uh-huh. Um, he is in Westworld. Oh, okay. And he's a he's a major character in that. So if you like him, he's he's I I like him way more in Westworld than in The Hunger Games. Cause yeah, he, he was like a good character, but not like a huge character. Yeah, he was just kind of there to do some stuff. And like he had a a counterpart, like a similar counterpart character in this one. It's like the author didn't really spend that much time coming up with anything new. Right. It was just like all the same roles from the other Hunger Games that Yeah, happens. like, here's your technologically savvy tributes, and mm. here's your, like, Manic Pixie Dream Girl tribute, and here's your strong tributes, and that kind of thing. Right, right. Yeah, yeah that's 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 a bit disappointing. That It yeah. sounds like the kind of thing that just, like, anybody could write. Um, yeah. You would hope that the, the, the original author would do something innovative with... Yeah, like, it was a little fan fiction-y. So you have read a bunch of books since then, but I want to close with that. Okay. Uh, We're going to switch gears over to comic books for just a a couple minutes. All right. So I uh, have been reading uh, these books. um, These there's five different titles under the um, imprint. It's kind of an imprint or under the label of Joe Hill presents Hill house comics. Oh yes. I'm on the website. And um, turn a new page in fear. Yeah, it's all horror comics, and they're um, two of the two of the books are written by Joe Hill, who uh, created the comic books Nosferatu and uh, Lock and Key. Both of those books are TV shows. I have not watched Lock either and Key. Of those. I almost started watching Lock and Key, and then I didn't know if it would be interesting to me. I've heard it's very good. I okay. don't know anything about it. I don't know what it's what the premise is or anything like that. But Me either. I do. I I've heard that it's good. That the TV show and the comic is very good. Um, Nosferatu is like a vampire thing, and okay. it is on AMC. And I think okay. it stars. Um, what's his name? He's Spock. He's the new Spock in the movies. Um, Zachary Quinto. I'm yeah, I like pretty him. Yeah, sure that that's guy. Him. What's that? Yeah, that guy. Yes, that guy. Um, he's also in the American, like a lot of the seasons of American Horror Story, I think. Um, mm. But I have I only watched the first season of that. But anyway, Nosferatu, I've heard is also very good, but I haven't had a chance to watch it yet. Anyway, it's a re- so the new one's a remake the, of a 1922 horror silent movie. Kind of, yes. Fun fact. It's based on Nosferatu, which was the the silent movie. Okay, cool. It's a play on that. Okay. But I like that. It's okay. Sorry, I'm I'm just I'm yeah, sidetracking. I, I I don't I haven't watched Nosferatu because it's his license plate number, or at least the graphically that's how they do it on there. So it's like a whole play on. I so anyway. The point is that Joe mm-hmm. Hill has created other really good stuff 
in comics that is has been turned into TV shows. Some of this stuff I could definitely see becoming TV shows. Um, so there's five books in this first run. I don't know if they're going to do more later, but mm-hmm. it is really like kind of ambitious thing because there's these five series: uh, Lola Woods, um, the Dollhouse Family. Um, Basketful of Heads, Daphne Byrne, and Plunge. Um, he wrote Basketful of Heads and Plunge, and then he was like kind of like the executive producer, sort of. Um, if you were, it would be that equivalent if there were TV shows. Mm-hmm. Um, for the other books, for the other three, um, so some of them have finished. Um, and two of them, uh, Daphne Byrne and Plunge, they still have one more issue to go. And I think that, I don't, I don't know if you would necessarily enjoy the comics, uh, okay. just as far as them being comics, Sure. but, um, they are very interesting. Uh, my favorite is Plunge and okay. I just read, um, the latest issues of Daphne Byrne and Plunge, um, before, um, our call tonight and um, plunge is my favorite because it's a lot like it's not like lost but it has a lot of similarities that they... I knew you were gonna say it's my favorite because it's like lost yeah because you you read the the synopsis of it already didn't you uh-huh yeah so I'll read uh, or how about you read the synopsis of the okay. plunge or just plunge. the um yeah there's something terribly wrong with them, and then the storm closes in. The research ship Darleth disappeared in the Arctic 40 years ago, so when its crew is found, why haven't they aged today? How did they become capable of feats so, of unbelievable mathematics, and for God's sakes, what happened to their eyes? Yeah, so <laughs> this um, the, the story starts with um, a ship that's going to recover that ship. Um, it's assumed that the crew is dead. So they're like going to recover like the company's assets. Mm-hmm. Um, so it also has some similarities to the life aquatic, which is my favorite, um, Wes Anderson film, like mm. hands down. Um, but, uh, because there's a, there's the company stooge. Uh, have, have you seen the life aquatic? I have not. Oh, okay. It's like the only Wes Anderson I haven't seen. Oh, it's the best one. I know. Um, but anyway, uh, there's there's a guy. There's he, they don't call him the company stooge in this book, but in Life Aquatic, there's the company stooge who's like keeping them on track and on budget and stuff um, because of the last research trip that they went to or whatever. Uh, but oh. so there's some similarities to that. That there's this this company guy who's like calling the shots that are different from what the captain thinks is best and all that kind of thing. Um, so I like that it has that aspect to it, but then it's all this very like sci-fi horror stuff going on. Yeah. That sounds super interesting. And they can't contact anybody outside and it's, uh, it's really cool. I don't know. I, I've only read the first five issues. I think the sixth issue might have come out last week or tomorrow, but that's the last one, right? It's a six. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. That exactly. sounds interesting. Um, so I think that you, you, de- I think you would definitely enjoy that one, but um, the other ones are all pretty cool too. Um, Daphne Byrne. I'm the least into 
I think she sees ghosts or something. I don't remember exactly. You don't even and, know. And you I just read, read it. it. Yeah. It. Um, also, some of these, I, I read them out. I accidentally read them out of order. Daphne Byrne was one of them that I read, ah. like issue number four, and then three, and then five. Oh. Um, because they come out like a month apart, you know, and so the stacks of books get out of order sometimes. Fair. Um, Lola Woods is really cool. Um, if growing up doesn't kill them, their town will. It's like about mm-hmm. a ma- uh, a coal town, like an old mining town, and like the earth. There's like it keeps like fissures open up into the earth and stuff because of all the oh. mining and everything. Um, except there's like a supernatural element to it, which is really cool. Um, Dollhouse family is very weird, but um, it's about like a like souls that are captured in this ha- this dollhouse sort of thing and then there's nothing scarier than scary dolls yeah um it's it's some really messed up stuff happens to that one but really messed up but also my second favorite i get i guess it kind of works out that it's also a joe hill the other joe hill book is basketful of heads um do you want to read the description of this one here we got killers have come to brody island heads are gonna roll when the piece when oh they there's a typo on this website Ooh. when the piece of june branches lazy summer of 83 is shattered by a violent home invasion she has to fight for her life with an ancient viking axe that can impossibly decapitate a man in a single swipe only when this occult blade fail falls the severed head lives on alert talking and terrified yeah it's crazy. It sounds like um, it's like that the the head in Santa Clarita diet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah, yeah. It's great. Uh, it's really funny. It's pretty gruesome. Um, so the cover art that you see for that first issue, um, it does the same. So in movies, I don't really like when movies do like the the pivotal moment of the movie, like at the beginning, mm-hmm. and they're like. Oh, let me tell you how we got to here. That right, kind of right. thing. They do that at the beginning of this, but it did make sense in the comic book form because you don't actually see if if not for that, you wouldn't see anything about the basket of heads in the first issue. Mm-hmm. Um, so in this format, it made sense, but um, yeah, yeah, uh, that 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 basket, the picnic basket that she's holding, is uh, full of heads that she's decapitated although the axe that she's holding is not the viking axe that's just like a regular yeah that does not look like an ancient viking axe so the the axe in the story is a lot cooler than that uh but yeah those are my two favorite out of those they're all um plunge isn't really bloody okay there is uh, i say that but it actually it actually is now i think of it it's not oh bloody God. in the same way as the other one, but yeah, I really liked all five of these. And then also there's like four pages of this sea dogs story. Okay. At the end of every book. Oh, so there it's like 20 parts or something. However many issues, everything ends up being, um, cause basketball of heads ended up being seven issues. Uh, so what is the math of that? What's six times five? Six times five plus one, thirty-one. Yeah, thirty-one. 
So the yeah, the Sea Dogs thing is a thirty-one part story, um, but I haven't read any of it because because um, it is a thirty-one part story. I want to just read it all. That makes sense because you get yeah you get them because you're reading them out of order and kind of yeah exactly. And with the pandemic, the release schedule got kind of messed up for the last like six or so issues of them collectively. Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't know if they even ended up coming out in the correct order that they would have, um, like the, the order that all across all five books, the order that they came out matched with the order of sea dogs, mm-hmm. but then it got messed up once everything, or it might not have gotten messed up. They might've been able to keep it still in the same order, but there were a couple of them that came out the same week and stuff, but, um, Yeah. Yeah, that's uh, one of the many, many comics. Most of the other comics I read are like Supergirl and Batgirl, but you don't. Yeah, I think you 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 would be much more likely to be interested in these ones. Yeah, these sound super interesting. I had no idea. I just learned a lot. So yeah, that's it for the comic section of this episode. Uh, but you also read a bunch of other books, and um, I want to hear about them. Cool, yeah, we planned this like back when I was only at 51 books, and now I'm on my 55th book. Mm-hmm. But I also read, uh, let me go to my little phone app, because I also keep track of it on my phone, because I am old school, mm-hmm. um, in a note, on the notes app. Yeah. Um, I read a pretty dumb book called Love Her or Lose Her by Tessa Bailey, because I needed to decompress from the Hunger Games with something light and fluffy and romantic. Mm-hmm. And I kind of liked it. You would hate it. It was about yeah. this couple, and they like been together forever, and they were not connecting. And the wife wanted a divorce, and like then they went to this kind of like new agey therapist guru that helps them, you know, find themselves again. Great. Right. Then I read Untamed by Glennon Doyle, which is a memoir. Um, Glennon Doyle. My understanding is that this is her third memoir. Her first one is kind of like about her and her family and religion and like finding her way to family and Christianity after a life of like addiction and um, eating disorders and things like that. And then so she had this like perfect like she's three kids and a house and a husband. And then she met this soccer player named Abby, whose last name I cannot remember. And then she realizes that she like is in love with Abby and then they get divorced and she marries Abby. And now they have this life. And so like, this is her like first memoir, like after she kind of like decided to like live her life. And mm. you know, it was very good. And lots of women are recommending it. Emma Watson said we all should read it. Mm. Um, I had many thoughts about it. Also, I talked to my mom about it for a long time because it covered a lot of, like, female, mother, daughter, like, things that women face and stories about, like, what you should do and what you want to do and, like, motherhood and family and very nice. Liked it way more than I thought I was going to. Emma Watson is right. You should read that. Nice. What was the name of that book again? Untamed. Untamed. Yeah, by Glennon Doyle. It's a memoir. Gotcha. And then over the weekend, I read this other kind of romancy book called Love Lettering, which also sounds really dumb, but I mm. loved it. And it was about this hand letterer, which is very trendy right now, in New York, uh, hides secret messages in her clients' 
letter, like art, like programs, whatever. And then she hid a message in this wedding program that spelled out mistake and the groom caught it and then comes to her one day and it's like, how did you know that my marriage was going to fail or my relationship was going to fail? And then they obviously fall in love. (laughs) It was great. 10 out of 10 would recommend. Um, Now I am reading the letter, the lettering stuff and hidden things is like, I like all that stuff. Do do you get to see any hand lettering in the book? Um, On the Kindle version? No, they like bolded some things, which makes me think that maybe in like a paper version, yes. Ah, okay. But it was cool. I mean, I love New York. I they like did a lot of walking in New York and talking about New York science, but it ultimately was like, you know, a women's literature, like, you know, nice romance book. But I really liked it more than I thought I was going to. I love New York and they like I love the like Wall Street area and like the South Seaport area and they're in that part of town a lot and I see. like yeah. So very nice. That was a good weekend, like Sunday Lane read. And now I'm currently reading uh it's called Chosen Ones. It's the first adult audience book by the author of Divergent. Oh and okay. yeah, and it I tried to get it on Kindle, like weeks ago but they didn't have a kindle version available when it became available for me to read so i like just returned it and now they have a kindle version on libby and it's this situation they're in chicago it's 10 years after the fall of the dark one who like killed all these people um there were five like chosen ones via this prophecy who helped kill the dark one and it's like what they're doing 10 years later like how you cope with that and it's something bad is going to happen and like probably the dark one's back or something. Uh-huh. But um, so far I'm like, not. I'm like 30% in so far. Very interesting. Is it, is it, wait, where, where does it take place again? Chicago. It's Chicago. So it's, it's like present day Chicago. Okay. And so is it, or is this like magic stuff? Yeah, it is magic. Oh, okay. So not, mm-hmm. so it's present day magic dark one. Yeah, and it seems like there's this, you know, it's set in 2020. Mm-hmm. It seems like there's this agency that deals with the supernormal. So, like, magic's kind of all with us, but we don't really know how to control it. And then these prophesied okay. people, uh, they were, like, teenagers when they killed the Dark One. They all have these, like, magic... They have they went out during their mission and found magical objects that spoke to them. And so they, like, use those to kind of channel magic, but... No one's really like a wizard. They're not like wizards by any means. It's like, you know, the thought that maybe in the world there is magic that, you know, you can harness somehow stories, that kind of thing. I see. So it's like not too far off of reality. Interesting. interesting. So far, very interesting. I'm like 30% in, I think. And that is, it, but it's, that is the first adult novel by the author yeah. of Diver- the Divergent series. Yeah, she wrote all those Divergent books, and then she wrote this other one called Carve the Mark, and then the sequel was called Fate's Divide, or maybe it was the opposite way. And I read mm-hmm. the first one and was like not too interested and then didn't read the follow-up. Okay. And then now it's this Chosen Ones book, which I'm very into. Gotcha. I personally liked the Divergent books more. Mm-hmm. Because... Maybe because I liked the main romance more. I don't know. <laughs> uh-huh. But, yeah. 
There is a... But I don't know how it would do. Like, I don't think it needs more books. Like, I definitely think the Hunger Games universe is maybe more interesting. Whereas the Divergent universe kind of wrapped up. Right. It's like, a, it's more of a contained story. Yeah. Um, so I'm trying to remember. Oh, I can't even remember what happens. So, uh, Shailene Wood- Woodley is in that one, right? Yeah. And if you never read the books, I don't even think you got the full story. Because I don't think they made the last book. Or the last part of the movie or whatever. Oh. That that sounds about right. Yeah. And I, I very easily got the Maze Runner and Divergent stories like mixed mm. up. Mm-hmm. Um, especially after the, the first one, it's easy to remember what Maze Runner is because it's the one with the maze. But they, right. uh, once they leave, spoilers, they leave the maze at the yeah. end of the first one. Um, the other... The other books that that's when I get them mixed up because that that's the one Giancarlo Esposito is in the Scorch Trials, right? Yes. And maybe the movie after that, I don't remember. But um, I don't remember either. So yeah, I did really, I did really like both of those movie series. Me too. Um, Me too. I like any of that kind of stuff. I'm not super picky. So that that was the latest book that you read. I'm reading it now. You're okay. You're still in progress. Yes. Gotcha. Uh, nice. That does sound pretty. I that does sound pretty cool. Yeah, we'll see. I mean, so How, far it's better than I thought it was going to be. So. Yeah. Um, I'm gonna have to. I I have my library card, but I don't have it hooked up to the whatever digital service that they have, which I know they have. Mm-hmm. So I need. I should figure that out, and so that I can spend less money on. Because I think you can also do comics. Uh, yeah, you can do tons comics. of stuff. I used to spend so much money on books, and then I discovered the library. Mostly it just takes up a lot of room. Right, that's true. That's um, why I Kindle. That, yeah, I think that's that, That's it. So uh, yeah. that was that book that you talked about and the books that I talked about. Yeah. <laughs> Was this interesting? Was this not interesting? I yeah. thought it was interesting. <laughs> yeah, let us know what you thought about these books. Cool. Well, thank you very much for joining me. Hopefully we can do more of these. Probably we'll, we'll have it more streamlined. Yep. Um and uh if anybody has recommendations for I well you probably have a whole bunch of books on your list to already no, read. No, it's getting so small. I need recommendations. Okay, so my well, yeah. add, add micro to there. Um, oh yeah, I already I, like an hour ago. I reserved it. It's available in four weeks. All right, perfect. Yeah. Um, but if anybody else has recommendations for either of us, or if there's something that is that both of us would be interested in reading, that yes. would be a good future episode. We'll probably figure something out for that anyway yes. but let us know um so uh yeah let us know you can tweet the show at tiw podcast um or me at jay kyer and yeah and just tweet eric and he'll tell me because i'm really not on twitter anymore yeah that yeah <laughs> go to tiw podcast for more episodes you can listen to our past episode we did a whole bunch we didn't even, how did we not we we somehow avoided talking about walking dead at all I know we used to talk about walking dead on the podcast until I hated decided I hated the walking dead. And so we stopped that. Yeah. But there's I, a lot more from us. If you'd love to keep hearing us talk. Yes. Uh, go search for the, uh, today we watched the walking dead, uh, mm-hmm. to listen to those episodes. And we also did an episode 
uh, as we mentioned earlier about um, the first purge. Was it the first? No, it was election day. It wasn't the was first it? purge. It, it was, was one of the purges. Elizabeth we really Mitchell, liked that. that's her name. Oh, yeah. She's in election there. day. We really liked that purge, though. It was we great. We saw it together in the same place. So that yep. was cool. Um, so you can go, go listen to those if you want to hear both of us talk more or just listen mm-hmm. to a bunch of other episodes if you want to listen just me talk. And hopefully yeah. we'll have more like this one cool. in the near future. Thank you. Thanks. Okay, that's the end. Yeah, we did it. <laughs>